Hi, Claire and James here. Just before we get stuck into this week's episode, we wanted to let you know the exciting news that the Midlife Reset Audit is now live. This is a first-of-its-kind personalised diagnostic tool designed for midlifers by midlifers. In just three minutes, the audit will help you pinpoint what's really holding you back from living your healthiest, happiest midlife, and most importantly, provide tailored strategies on how to take back control. Midlife doesn't have to be a time of uncertainty. It can be an era of growth, discovery, and well-being. So to go ahead and take the audit, go to themidlifementors.com forward slash audit. In this episode, we deconstruct fear. We offer practical ways to protect your mindset. So we're able to stay strong, healthy, and happy in body, mind, and spirit. We will survive these times. Hi, I'm James Davis. And I'm Claire Davis. We're the Midlife Mentors, here to lift the lid on how to achieve health and happiness. The balanced, no-nonsense way. edition of the midlife mentors it's claire and james here calling it an edition an edition love it an episode an edition um today we're going to talk about something very current we're going to talk about fear <laughs> he's doing a massively like fear voice <laughs> oh dear already you can see this is going to be a, we're going to list spirits here we're going to list spirits um obviously in the world right now when this is going out this is fear? Oh, I am with you doing that. Um, <laughs> we're on the 18th of March here, guys. Uh, this is also, it's going to be going live tonight. Um, tonight? And Tomorrow night, isn't it? Thursday. No. Oh, it is. I don't know what day I'm on, guys. <laughs> yes, it goes out on a Thursday evening. Um, yeah, obviously, the current situation that's going on across the world is quite unprecedented and extraordinary. And... Although we don't want to uh, focus too much just specifically on the virus and the economic situation that's going on, this um, episode we're going to talk about fear kind of applies to to everyday life before this ever even happened, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, so just to put you in the picture, if you're listening to this uh, in the future, or even like hundreds of years from now... <laughs> yeah, just, um, I feel like it is like a sci-fi film. Yeah, the current, the current status is... Um, well, Europe certainly is in a state of total lockdown. The US also, um, in terms of like borders are shut, there's practically no travel between uh, countries. Um, a lot of European countries are actually like in a total lockdown. People aren't allowed to leave their homes. Um, so uh, it's, you know, it's uncertain times. And then, of course, you know, we've got a, a new unknown virus that they're still working on a, a vaccine for. And of course, off the back of all that, of course, a lot of economic activity has halted completely. Um, you know, it starts at the grassroots level with self-employed people and small <laughs> one and two man bands like, you know, little coffee shops, stuff like that have to close. Um, so we'll see uh, what the ramifications are down the line. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. We're talking about how to manage your anxiety and your fear through this tricky period. Yeah, uncertainty, fear, it's all wrapped up into one, really. Um so yeah, I mean we are 
it's it's crazy just I want to say we want to say so so deeply from our hearts and our souls that we we feel you we're with you um this is one of the most beautiful things about hosting a podcast is we can be wherever you are basically sharing our message making you feel connected you know there are lots of people at home um sent home from work you are potentially you know a little bit lonely alienated or you've got your children your partner at home and you're all driving each other up the wall um your routines just aren't aren't where they were at at all um so it is going to feel really really disruptive and a way that we can hopefully make you feel um i don't know more secure is by connecting with you in this way and we just want you to know that you know our hearts go out to every single one of you um that's all i wanted to say just before we dive in really yeah and uh like to say as well to add to that of course we're gonna round the podcast up with practical tips you can implement absolutely right so fear what is fear uh well yeah what is an amazing elusive elu- uh, i can't say it <laughs> evolutionary response <laughs> Um, it's kept us alive, it. basically. Because if we didn't have fear, if we didn't have fear, the human race would have died out long ago. You'd be like, oh, look at that big tiger with huge teeth there. I'm not afraid of it at all. Um, and we all know how that would end. James is like that with me every morning. <laughs> so that's where our fear comes from. It's, it's a survival mechanism. And it's talked about as well, it's a survival mechanism. And most of us don't want to be living in a surviving state. We want to be living in a thriving state. So that's the first really important point to it's make. It's biology, guys. It's actually a biological thing. It's an energetic thing. Yeah, so uh, it's a biological response. We're hardwired into it. And within the body, there's a load of biological processes that go on when we face a fearful situation. Uh, So we've all heard, I guess, of fight or flight. It's a classic one, you know, uh, and we've probably all experienced that. If something happens in your life, uh, I like, I don't know, what's a good example? A car crash or Mm. you're at the zoo and a lion actually escapes in front of you. (laughs) Is that too much coffee this morning? <laughs> really? You never no, do out there. We've had those moments. And you know how your body responds? You're kind of like, <gasps> yeah, and you go all shaky and you're all like, uh, primed. And basically, like, your body's making a, a, an instant decision whether to fight the, the threat or flight or to run away from it. Um, and there's all kinds of internal things going on there. So basically, what happens is we release uh, a whole cocktail of hormones. The main ones that we know of are like adrenaline and cortisol. So we talk about, you know, adrenaline junkies, adrenaline hit. Um, so they smash out. Basically, they're priming your body for action. And what happens is all the blood goes to the muscles. It leaves areas like, like the stomach, the internal organs. Because, it's, it's, yeah, it's going where it needs it right now. She's like, you're going to fight for your life or you're going to run for your life. So that's what happens. The thing is, this biological response was designed exactly that, like immediate close danger. So a spike and surge in energy. There were these stories about people doing like amazing feats, like you know when one of their loved ones is trapped mm. under a car and they can lift it off, even though they would never. This, this is this is the the, the adrenaline surge, right? Mm. You can do amazing things. It's designed for that very specific period in time, and we're not going to face those dangers over and over and over and over. I think sometimes it like takes the edge off it a little bit when you understand that it's a biological thing. Mm. Um, it's not It's not just a feeling, guys. I think this is where people are like, I feel fear. Actually, what's happening is it's a bio, it takes the edge off it. It's a biological response that's actually happening in your body to make it feel 
a certain way and then physically it feels a certain way and then it does a feedback loop and it draws and draws and draws this fear up and up and up and up and you know like right now we're in a time where we do need to talk about this you know everyone we've heard these things before you know choose fear over love blah blah, blah. I've read a thousand books on this but actually it's really really important to know what's happening um, to give you power because right now you are going to need to master this fear. We're not ever saying that it's going to go away. It's a really important thing to say right at the beginning here, guys. No one is ever exempt from fear. Everyone always feels it. And everyone's going to have the same biological response. It's not going to go away. Uh, what, um, I don't like using the word successful people would do, but happy people, healthy people, yes, successful people do, is actually feel the fear, as the book says, mm. and do it anyway. They move forward. They've actually learned not to let the fear hold them back for moving forward and it's a really important thing to talk about this right now because we do need to understand how it's impacting everything and how to deal with it. Yeah, it's a really important point there. You know, a lot of people will say, oh, you know, I want to eliminate fear from my life. You won't. Or, I want to feel no fear. Not not possible. What you do is like you manage fear. People people who have fear as part of their profession, um, like firefighters or, mm. or the military, they basically they're basically like trained to manage the fear, not to like get rid of it. Yeah. Um, so it's really important to notice that you you can't get rid of it. You've just got to learn to manage it and work with it. Yeah. Um, the point you're making about the the biological response that's largely out of your control is also you know that is designed like we said for an immediate threat there and then. What happens in modern society? We're often stuck in a medium level of that stress response all the time. You know, mm. we're like bombardment of emails at the moment, like bombardment of, yeah. of news, of headlines, of going to the supermarkets, of seeing like no food, of seeing like video footage of, of cities shut down and empty streets. So what we can do, though, is try and lessen the impact we have and like calm our reptilian mind and reassure it that actually this fear, thank you, but we can just bring the response down. There's no immediate threat or danger to us and we can learn to manage it. Yeah, and I think at the moment like we will keep hammering this home um, and keep giving you strategies because we love you all. But actually, you know, the, the mind is the engine that drives the machine of everything else. Um, you know, we need, it's important right now to have these strategies in place to protect your mind because if it doesn't, as James has explained from the, the uh, physiology, you know, if we don't, the body's actually immune system is going to be lower. So what what is happening here, being in a state of fear is actually going to lower your immune system because it impacts it so dramatically. I hope you see that. So more than anything, that's what we want to do on this podcast episode is kind of give you strategies for your mind um yeah go on james you're about to i heard a great intake of breath then go on no no i'll say i'll just spot, spot on there actually mm. and it's um yeah we're why gonna thank give, you can you give you some strategies to like <laughs> it's actually, like i know what i'm doing yeah, like, you know, yeah to deal with it here's the thing right um because the, the neurological pathways we can actually condition ourselves to pivot so imagine like your job is um Oh, I keep thinking about lions and zoos today. If you're if you're a zoo and you're a lion keeper, right? Um, lions are really really scary. And if you imagine first day on the job, you've got to go in the lion cage. It's going to be really really scary. What happens over time is that fear doesn't go, but you change to manage it to respect through familiarity. You know. Um, so you know this is what we can do. If people are afraid of spiders, if you just like give them spider like grilled up so soon they end up holding like a massive hairy spider in their hand and they're not afraid anymore because you're building a familiarity and taking the fear away from the situation 
Yeah, absolutely. Which so is what we want to do with the current thing. Well, I, and I hope we're hammering home enough that actually, you know, it, it's it's this fear, this anxiety is actually from a you know a virus perspective. You're you're going to be lowering your immune system. So we really, really need to keep a strong, healthy mindset and master it. There's an acronym actually that um, I've always loved, which um, is that fear. You know, fear is a construct of our mind. Um, we get to choose um, how much power we give it. Um, but actually, it's expecting things that aren't actually in reality yet. And the acronym that I love is false expectations appearing real. So what we're doing, we're creating fear in our minds and in our body um, that's appearing real. And the word here is appearing. It's actually not happened yet or it's not happening to us. And we're kind of like, what we're doing is building the worst case scenario. We're focusing on we, what we don't want instead of what we do. And the thing is, what happens with that, like I always say, energy flows where focus goes. So we've said this so many, if you've listened to our other podcasts, what you focus on over and over and over and over again is what you are going to get over time. We all think like negative thoughts or things that, you know, we all worry about things. But what we really want to be conscious of and aware of is how much of that time we're in anxiety and fear. So you get to choose your mindset. You know, you get to, you're using your imagination, our God-given, very religious. But this is, imagination is a God-given gift. It's beautiful. So again, everything you see now that's not in the natural world was born in someone's imagination. But it's powerful. It can be used for greatness. But it can also very frequently be used to tear you down. You're tearing yourself down by being in this fear, by imagining the worst case scenario for yourself. Mm. I, th I think I love this quote, and I th I'm pretty sure it's Mark Twain. I spent most of my life worrying about things that never happened. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and that is that is what happens. We can become hooked almost. Yeah, like a drug. Yeah, like a drug. On, on, on the worry of yeah. you know, what could happen and focusing on the worst case scenario of what could happen instead of being like, oh, what could happen that would be amazing and great? And then James actually said something to me yesterday, again, walking home from the gym, having lots of deep conversations, walking past the Royal Free Hospital, um, about scarcity mindset. Oh, yes, we've seen a lot of this. So, um, yeah, modern modern society, like, I think a lot of people have done a lot of work on not having a scarcity mindset, but I would say the evidence we're seeing in the supermarkets around the country suggests otherwise, right? So, uh, I'll just say, bear with me on this. Our supply chain has not been disrupted in terms of food. Uh, you know, we're not suddenly like way less edible plants and animals available. Um, the food is still there. The supply chain is still the same. People are just buying out of all proportion, out of all proportion to what they need. And they'll tell themselves it's because they're, they're being careful or protecting themselves or their loved ones. Right? Know what actually is this a scarcity mindset? The belief under that is like there is not enough to go oh, around. I don't have enough. There is not enough to I'm go around. I'm not going to survive. I'm not going to survive. There's not enough to go around. Uh, the thing is, the problem is when everyone starts doing it, or a lot of people start doing it, then, then the shelves become empty, and that panics more people. But just chill. Like, <laughs> I choose to believe there is enough to go around. The supply chain is intact. The deliveries will keep, com keep coming. At some point, these people that fill their freezers with like meat are going to have to stop buying it. They're going to have to put it, and they won't eat it all. Um, but just... Yeah, take a moment and check. This is a really important point. 
if you just go look in your cupboards or your fridge now, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And if you have like more stuff in there than you would have at say Christmas time, then you have a scarcity mindset, mm-hmm. and you have a, a, and that means that in some respect you have a belief about scarcity and are living in fear. Mm-hmm. So that's a really clear visual indication you'll be able to see to yourself. So yeah. um, have a check on that. Yeah. Uh, and then what I'd add to that, which is going to be uncomfortable for some of you, is have a think about that, how that's how your behaviour is impacting other people. Oh, I was going to say and, that. It's your children. You know, totally. Think about uh, the example you may be setting to your, to your children. children. I thought that earlier on today. Um, it's not too long ago we were saying, be kind. Exactly. But now it'd just be like, everyone out for themselves. <laughs> I saw this great meme. It was, it was hashtag be kind. Now it's hashtag... I'll look after my own self, basically. Yeah. I'm just going to go in and not think about other people. And, like, James is so right. I was thinking this, because um, I saw a lady, like, hoarding stuff in M&S. Um, and her child with her, and she looked really panicked. And she was asking the assistant in there for, like, where's this, where's that, how much loo roll can I have? And I was like, what example are we sending to our children? There is not enough. We are panicked. We do not think we can survive. That is that is the mindset and that's the energy that's out in the world. And, you know, you are going to pick up on that energy, yes, but it's your responsibility whether you take that in or whether you turn it around and stay in the light. Stay in the light, guys. It, it's, you know, and we're going to give you some strategies in a minute about what we're using because, obviously, it's impacting, it impacts everyone. You'd be like you know, you know, dug in a ground or something, you know, like if you're not being impacted by this, you're just, you know, you've got your head in the sand. But what we're trying to do here is give you some strategies about how you can focus on the good stuff so you don't get drawn into it like everyone else is. You know, what I would say is just before we go in to give you um, some tips, use this, use this as an opportunity to slow down you are being forced to slow down okay I'm we both are very very kind of I hate using this word but very spiritual right we're quite like we I feel like we operate um with this understanding that something has happened here that is designed and destined to slow us down and make us focus on what is important it's an opportunity to go within it's an opportunity to be grateful. That's one of the things we're going to say in a minute. Like, it's an opportunity to be grateful. It's an opportunity to love harder and to value life more. You know, it's an opportunity to be more present. Stop thinking about when I get the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. It's about being present with what you have right now. There's nothing like a crisis to zone you in on what's really important. Yeah, and also just be aware there'll be people around you that are less able to cope with this because they're, they're elderly or they're infirm or whatever. Uh, and just think about maybe how you could help them. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this goes on to one of our that tips. that will also help mitigate your fear, weirdly. This is one of our tips, actually. So actually, what, we're, what we want to say to you is move into a place of gratitude and giving. There's mm. so much research um, around, especially giving, right? At this time, when, we're in, when we want to close down, our natural instinct is to close down and be in fear, open yourself up. Giving has actually been proven to release the hormone oxytocin. And it's actually um, called a giving high that lasts for about two hours after you've had that hit of oxytocin. Um, And 
they've also looked and you basically when you give they've seen the impact um at three degrees so you basically give you giving out impacts three other people and then those three people go out and go out that's what paying it forward is all based around it's based mm. around this research yeah um are we are we on our four tips or i'm a bit confused where we got to gratitude and giving so yeah we have i'd say like in these times why do every morning when you wake up don't look at the news and stuff like that don't don't go in there because that will just trigger your fear fear place right off the bat mm. um ground yourself take a bit of paper just spend two to five minutes writing down the things you're grateful for in your life right now and then like Claire, Claire said, think of a way you can give. That yeah. doesn't have to be like, you know, going out and giving money out to people or going out and giving food. It's great food. Like maybe just reach out to your to your neighbours, to your community. Is there anyone you can help? Mm. Is there something you could a message you could send someone? If you've got like extended family out you're not haven't spoken to for ages, like they're probably stuck at home as well. Get online. Do you use all the wonderful technology we have to have a chat and make connections and just find out how everyone is? Yeah, give, give, give. Because in, in in actually giving, you're making that person feel good. They're going to want to make the next person feel good. But you're also releasing those feel good hormones. And um, James actually touched on something a minute ago about um, just be really intentional about what you're how you're setting up your day. Listen, guys, think about what you're feeding yourself. And mm. I don't mean food. <laughs> think about what you are watching, how much you're obsessing over things. Um, you know, this is not going to do you any good and it is only going to raise your fear levels. So, yes, keep abreast of what's going on, but stop obsessing for your own sanity. Uh, second tip. Focus on cultivating a positive mindset. Listen, there's loads of research from psychology on uh, basically looking at things like optimism and luck. Uh, really important things here. Like people who, who see themselves as optimistic or lucky, it's not that then bad things don't happen to them in life. They just are more resilient emotionally and mentally to deal with them. Proven fact with all the research. Astonishing fact is though, people who are optimistic or say, who believe they're lucky actually are more lucky. Mm. Uh, and you know we're still trying to dig into that it could be energetic it could be reticular activation in terms of you know what you're looking out for you see more bring more into your life you're more aware of but all the research says if you're optimistic if you're positive if you believe you're lucky then you will be more that way so yeah. be glass half full yeah absolutely it's all around the quantum physics sending out that little spider's web of energy yeah um and the last one really is just like surrender guys accept and surrender it might be easy for you to say yes yes it's it's um i know that comes across potentially as you know surrender accept let go but i tell you what the more you hold on to the outcome and try and push things and push things in a in a scenario where you have no idea and no control over what's going over going on you are just going to create more stress more fear for yourself Everyone's in the same boat. No one knows what's going to happen. Surrender and let go. This is where peace is. This is where contentment is. Let that just resonate. I'm going to leave you on that tip with um, something I said to my client the other day. You know, this is just a phrase that I'm using. I'm giving out to my clients. Just take some nice deep breaths and just say, this anxiety is not mine. This fear is not mine. I release it. I am safe. This fear is not mine. I release it. I am safe. That's it. Gorgeous. Today, guys. Um, I hope that helped. 
kind of like just flowed with that one. So mm. um, as we always try to, when it's too rigid, that's when it goes wrong for us. We just like banter off each other, don't we? Yeah. So I uh, remember we would love to hear how you're going to grow during this time. What things are you going to do? Now yeah. you've got this extra time in your hands. So yeah, pop us an email, james at themidlifementors.com or claire at themidlifementors.com. Uh, yeah, we'd love to hear it. We love hearing from you. Um, stay healthy, stay happy. Absolutely. And guys, we're going to be sending out some free stuff um, really, really soon. So actually pop along to the Midlife Mentors um, website. So it's www.themidlifementors with an S.com. And there's going to be like a little tab there at some point, just giving away some free stuff. We just need to get it up. But we've basically down tooled on everything else that we were working on just so we can get some stuff out to you and support you and inspire you as much as possible in a difficult time so we love you very very much and as james said let us know how you are going to use this as an opportunity okay big hugs bye, bye. You've been listening to the Midlife Mentors with Claire and James Davis. We'd love to hear from you. So drop us a line at info at themidlifementors.com with any questions or topic suggestions. And make sure you join us on our Facebook page and YouTube channel. You can find us under the Midlife Mentors. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening to this episode and don't forget to take the Midlife Reset Audit now to receive personalised insights into what's holding you back from living your healthiest, happiest midlife. So go ahead and take the audit now at themidlifementors.com forward slash audit.